Chub Creek 179. Way back when, when we didn't have to think, come on in, don't be a dick. The boys on the farm didn't mean any harm. On the banks of Chub Creek. Chub Creek. I'm actually standing right beside a swamp and uh, not being eaten alive by bugs at all. Don't come in wood. Isn't that beautiful? Just listen to that. Put your head, turn off those crappy speakers. <laughs> Put on your headphones and hear this. Glorious. Amazingly, I found another conservation area within 45 minutes of where I live, and uh, I don't know how many there are that I've found now, but it just keeps going, and I'm so happy about that. I don't even remember the name of this one. This is um, the right time of year. The birds are doing the bird thing. see a single one of those birds either. I actually have nothing to talk about, but I thought you'd like to be here with me anyway. I think that's just a robin, isn't it? You'd laugh. I was, uh, was it today or yesterday? Yesterday I was uh, spring cleaning a little bit. I had a great, that's a long weekend for me. I was spring cleaning, taking my storage closet out completely, everything out of it and everything back in so that I could store things more efficiently. And it's a great feeling to do that. And then my plan was to go out hiking somewhere and, you know, the time went on. <laughs> and it ended up being three o'clock, four o'clock. And I sat down and started reading the news and there's Kim Jong-il, or not U-il. Il was the even iller one, although I'm not sure now. Um, Kim Jong-un. I mean, it's hard not to. It's just disgusting, but good lord. He's executing people by anti-aircraft gun. What the hell is wrong with that boy? And mortar, live mortar shells, like close range. The body just turns into vapor. Oh. It's gruesome. You have to laugh, don't you? <laughs> anyway, so I, I thought I would passively, aggressively respond by... Because uh, I was looking at him. There was a picture of him on uh, The New Yorker, I think. And, uh, you know, I was just noticing that lovely quaff that he has. And <clears throat> in this particular picture, it was perfectly in the shape of the letter C, kind of turned on its side. And... Um, <laughs> and I thought, well, I'll make a typeface out of his hair. <laughs> and so I did. Well, I didn't really, it's not really a typeface, but I, I created the alphabet and uh, made of his hair. And uh, it was rather fun and satisfying. And I posted that on uh, 
<laughs> I tried as hard as I could to make it go viral, but it's impossible to do that. It just happens or it doesn't. So I posted it on Reddit and Inger and and on Facebook and on Fleck, and uh, it got some laughs and some comments, but uh, not fun, not good enough. <laughs> but my secret desire was that Kim Jong-un would see it. And it's, what the heck? What Mickey typeface? With my hair. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So that's, there's that. And I know I should fully expect to have all my bank accounts emptied and, and thrown in jail for something I didn't do now. kind of scary, eh? just because it's like, that's not for something like this, but like, look what happened to Sony Pictures, you know, Sony, a Japanese company, is that something to do with it? I don't know. Hang on a second, look at the top of these kids yelling behind me. It's funny out here in the, in the deep woods, in the deep woods, there's these posts with, uh, those what do you call them, those barcode things on them? What do you call those things? It's going to drive on that snap. Um, uh, I've had many a tirade against it, ever using them, ever, because nobody has the app. Nobody wants to use the app. There's a million different apps. And it's just, you know, it's a web, it's points to a website. And, uh, but I hate them even on, like, Buses and billboards, never mind out in the woods. There's this board, like a 4x4, stuck straight in the earth with a 45 degree angle cut on the top and this barcode thing on it. Like you're gonna stop and use your phone. It's crazy. Oh, what's it called? Just as well. The mosquitoes are only where the swamp isn't, I've learned, so as soon as you head back into the bushes, away from the swamp, there's clouds in it, so. And here I was thinking it was so early in the year, there wouldn't be any headaches. Hello, there they are. Didn't bring any mosquito repellent. Well, they come and go, though, it's not that bad. I once had them so bad that I had to turn around and get out of the trail, go to the road. They were just eating me alive. I also don't love that they carry, like, West Nile virus and stuff. Let's move that, eh? Oh, bugger. It's biting me right in my knuckle while I was trying to record quietly. I'm really slapping them off my arms now. It's beautiful here though. Wow, what a contrast. Nasty bugs combined with the most, one of the most beautiful forests I've ever been in. Really, really tall, 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 skinny trees. I don't know, 150 feet tall with beautiful, bright, you know, spring green leaves. Just gorgeous here. But too many bugs. Need some bug spray. Ice water. Got my ice water this time. 
half a block of ice, half golden right now. So refreshing. Just more pretty sounds. I think I hear a plane. Two planes. This is a Baltimore 
Oreo. Where was there a washroom over there? Yeah, there's a washroom back there. I'm, I'm fairly certain that there's a bathroom. Oh. The whole world is your bathroom. Do you want to go back with Montana? Oh, I should have brought my hand. I thought it was me. No. <laughs> I'll probably just run. We can wait. Go. Go. No. Wait. Yeah, we'll wait here. No, no bugs. Thank awesome. you. Cool. If we get into the next pasture up here, um, there's often a lot of pheasants because they do a stock pheasant hunt here. And uh, just seeing from my experiences, not a lot of guys can hit a pheasant. Yeah, I can't even, anything big moves in the bush, I can't get my camera to move fast enough. Yeah. can't imagine trying to shoot one. Uh, with skeet shooting, it certainly prepares me. They fly at 65 kilometers an hour, so... Really, eh? Yeah. What, the skeets or the pheasants? The skeets. Yeah. The pheasant only flies tops probably about 25 kilometers an hour. I'm here with... I, this is also on my podcast. I'm here with Gary and uh, Phil. Yep. And he's a Canadian skeet shooting champion, I'm told. Absolutely. That's pretty freaking dangerous. Just working on getting my sleeve now. All the animals now. Oh, really? Let's see the sleeve. Do you have some of that on here? Well, I got this. I got this. I got the Browning logo here. That's I was sponsored by them for a little while. Really? And then... Oh, you're going to pull your pants down? Oh, okay. Wow. Half a, half a deer and a duck flying out the other half and then That's the great. Canadian. You got some uh, NK, don't you? Yeah. I've never ever even thought about it. I want more. Yeah. Just let me know. Is it addictive? Oh yeah. Is it? I got this one two years ago, and then I paid for it originally. It faded completely, and then I found out my buddy was a tattoo artist, and then he's just been going crazy on me ever since. This one's still not done, and we're he's at good. sixty-two hours. Really? Yeah. He's good. Those are really good. I could never decide on it. I think. I, 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 although I saw one yesterday that made me laugh. It said. Um, Roses are red. My name is Dave. This makes no sense. Microwave. <laughs> yeah, no, anyone I said, my buddy, uh, he'll just flat rate them and cheap. Yeah. Just he's getting started up, right? His house is FDA approved now and just does it at his kitchen table. I told Mary and she ever gets one, she's disowned. <laughs> She'll for sure get one now. But yeah, no, the fill in those, uh, the two hunting tattoos of getting a bear, wolf, cougar, elk, moose. That's cool. I saw a guy tattooed his baby's face on his face. I've seen that too. Did you? Yeah. Don't do that. No, I, <laughs> honestly, I, I don't mind having these two shown because they're my family heritage. But every other tattoo I have can disappear if I need it to. Where are we again? Tiny, uh, tiny, tiny marsh. Uh, marsh. Beautiful. There's a little finch or something. Let me see. Yellow something. Oh. Yeah. See if you're right with this also here with Amy. Say hi, Amy. Oh, hey. What's up? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
See, now we're far away from the metropolis. There's no plane, so it's, it's actually peaceful. We just saw our first turtle. And we all said turtle. What's that up there? Flappity flappity. Somebody who follows my Facebook knows the names of all these dragonflies. I know. That's so cool. Wish I knew anything. I met a bunch of guys last year. Huh? I met some guys last year on my way home from work, and they were pulled over at a marsh, and they uh, studied them. Yeah. And uh, pretty cool. Like just to make sure that all the species are still here and doing well. They seem like, well, they're ancient, right? Mm -hmm. Back in the Jurassic times, they were like feet long, which would be like an ultimate horror film. They start dying off, it's definitely something wrong with the environment. Yeah. Well, as the temperature increases, things either adapt or they'll die. that already happened. It happened with polar bears. They used to be brown bears. And when it got cold, they evolved into uh, polar bears. If it gets warm again, they'll evolve back. What's that? Froggy? I love frogs. They're so completely harmless. Grab one and you're and it's just looking at you like what are you doing? <laughs> I used to be scared of toads when I was a little kid because they'd poop on your hand. ended up so shy. I don't know. I don't think she is really. No? No. Oh. I think you're pretty outgoing, Amy. Thanks. What's that? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Shut up. <laughs> I handed my mic to Mary uh, few weeks when they were here and she did the whole podcast on her own it was hilarious yeah yeah which meant walking around the apartment <laughs> saying things it's cute
really pissed off my water poured out. I hate that. That happened to me last time you were you and I were hiking in Algonquin, I think. Yeah, and there wasn't much left. Well, it's like it's a lifesaver when you're really desperate. Yeah. When you're really thirsty. Why is that? Because I was walking home the other night and a beaver walked right in front of me. Yeah. I thought, oh yeah, I'm gonna hang out in Kobokonk in the evening to catch a beaver. <laughs> Smoke another one there, Jeff. <laughs> never see them anymore. Growing up we used to see them all the time. Uh, we have to go in every year and pull them, pull the dams out of my hunt camp to flood the whole way in. Yeah. Because we're five kilometers into the bush. So I'm driving through there with nothing but beaver dams. My dad and I used to. This is so low. That's better. My dad and I used to uh, go out into the bushes and just tear down the beaver dams for the hell of it. Yeah. And we'd flood <laughs> we'd flood that creek like it would be, you know, five feet wide. When we were done it was thirty feet wide. And yeah. it would go wow. I'm sure for miles. <laughs> we were such assholes doing that. We have this one one lake, we call it Duck Pond Lake. And uh it's five hundred and some meters across where we cross, but we cross on a beaver dam. The whole thing's blocked. Wow. You look on the one side, it's 15 feet shorter than it is up here. It's just phenomenal to see. Yeah. They'll fix that overnight. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> it's stupid. Like, we go in once in the spring, once in the summer, and just before hunting season, pull all the dams. That's why you're back shot. Yeah. <laughs> well, my back shot from roofing, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, oh, really? How long did you do that? One day. Oh, really? Yeah, you pull those heavy s stacks like, wrong. Well, the thing you. is, I unloaded a full trailer, 80 bundles of shingles. Oh, you pinched your nerve, eh? Your I don't know. It was tweaking a bit before that, and it wasn't anything terrible, and then I couldn't move the next day after that. Um, well, you can twist your back without lifting a, a, a box of paper. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. So... But if it's chronic and you need surgery, that's well, thing. I'm following suit on my parents. My dad just got out of his fourth back surgery, and my mom's had three. Oh, so, really? And they both started at 20. Oh. They'll put you on, uh, what do they call it, physiotherapy to strengthen your back muscles to protect your back. Yeah. Um, and I guess that helps. I don't know. A little heat buster. Yeah, in the rainforest, and uh, I guess they technically in BC they call them rainforests. But I, I, a real jungle, I probably would hate every minute of it. Really? Well, it'd just be full of critters. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you know, you, you'd have a thing on your arm that's probably would kill you. There's this type of, uh, in Australia, there's this type of grass. It just looks like, you ever see um, like a young weed in the, in the early morning, how it's got those fine little fibers all over it? Yeah. Well, this Australian plant looks like that, except those fine little hairs are needles. And once you get stuck with it, if you just brush against it, it's like childbirth pain oh. on your arm. It lasts for a year. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Some kind of nerve toxin or something. So Australia is not my favorite idea. Have you been there? No. 
some people that listen to the podcast I live in Australia like um, I remember um, Wollongong yeah Many creepy crawlies. They have the, mo- the world's most deadly spiders and snakes, probably. That's yeah, pretty humid there in Australia. Yeah, I bet. Is this the way we came? Yeah. So I guess that was it. I guess we walked into the sunset after that. I don't <laughs> I don't think I recorded anything else. So that was two chunks of stuff I recorded over the last few uh, months, a couple months, I guess. I don't know. And I've been lazy and not finishing putting it all together. So we've, I've just done that. So the first chunk, I can't even remember what it was, me alone somewhere. And the next chunk was me with uh, Gary and his daughters, Montana and Amy. Amy was so cute, isn't she? And... Uh, and uh, her boyfriend, Phil, Montana's boyfriend, Phil. Uh, and it was cool. It was a really fun walk. And uh, I love hanging out with Gary. He's always hilarious. And it's just a great time together. And that was it. And so I hope you enjoyed it. Um, please drop me um, an email at um, feedback at chubcreek.com if you'd like to say hello. Oh, and by the way, um, I was looking on the website and I got a great comment from Cynthia from... Uh, Remember the last podcast, it was A Reason You'll Never Know, and I was talking about being a wimp with people saying things to me and me not having a good comeback. So she had the winning, and actually the only, but still would have won no matter what anyone else said. This was such a perfect, perfect reply to, uh, so she says, um, anyhow, I enjoyed this podcast, and the only reply that I can think of to the satellite comment is that you were going to take a picture of Uranus next. Eh? Yeah, totally. Anyway, thanks, Cynthia. I love that. And thanks, Hank, for commenting. Thanks to everybody who takes the time to comment. It means so much to me and it makes it all worthwhile, even though I love doing it anyway. So until next time, I love you. Talk to you soon. Bye. (laughs) 